0: Good hustlers. What's up, Shiners? It is your girl on the team of Sheree, Queen Pen of the Diamond Riders and host of the Hustle and Shine Wednesday Wind Down. I got to admit, y'all, I'm super hyped tonight. I don't know if y'all can see me smiling. My cheeks is hurting because I'm so excited to do this episode. It is all about a queen From Queens. Now, of course, I'm a little bit biased because I'm from New York, right? And I think New York are the dopest fucking people on the planet, right? Like, who's better than New Yorkers? Don't answer that. We don't want to hear that nobody's better than us. We are New Yorkers. But I got two homegirls coming on later to chop it up with me. And so we're going to change this up a little bit. Normally, Mel and Jazzy and Talia, we do a really good job of staying professional and being polished and sharp and doing everything in excellence. But today we're going back to Queens. So I got my two homegirls coming on and we literally going to kick it Queens style. We're going to be chilling, conversing, talking about what it was like growing up in Queens, what it was like just growing up in New York, that innate hustle. What are some of the stereotypes and stigmas we had to kind of get off of us growing up? And then lastly, how do we find our crowns in the creative space? Because all of us, are in a creative space, operating in our gifts and our talents and just being dope for the world. So I want to talk all about that later. First, I want to explain something. I'm not trying to put this gentleman out there, but I did tell him I was going to blast him on my podcast. And so if he's watching, I'm not going to say your name. I already warned you this was going to happen. But before I do that, I do want to send some love and some shine and some diamond vibes To my husband. He is not here. He is currently out of town. Y'all know he's usually here playing engineer and loving on me and supporting me on every episode. I'm on my own tonight. So if y'all see me fumbling through these damn controls and engineer stuff, it's because I'm spoiled. I'm used to having him here. But definitely much love to my bae, my husband, my king of king energy. I also want to send some love and diamond shine to is a brooch bar of DC for this gorgeous Brooch, i'm telling y'all sis be keeping it classy and cute so y'all go check her out it's Brooch bar dc she is on instagram and i'm telling y'all her inventory is loaded she got some of the dopest brooches, shit i ain't never seen before and uh very affordable so y'all go ahead and hit her up tell us the queen pen sent you and then lastly i want to send some love and diamond vibes and shine to all the men and women working on weight loss if you are in your weight loss journey like me i'm sending you some love and motivation because the shit is not easy okay yeah y'all know i'm a little hefty girl i'm a little thicker than i used to be and you know my goal is to be healthy not thin not stacked not whatever the terms are y'all know i'm old i'm 40 so i don't know what the hell the new terms are i just want to be healthy and if that's thick and healthy cool if that's thin and healthy all right i can live with that so i definitely want to send some love to y'all because i know i'm struggling getting up every day to go to gym at six in the morning eating healthier, drinking nothing but water. I don't even have wine tonight, y'all. I got water. I got I to stick to it, right? So consistency is what's going to make that happen. But I am 14 pounds down since my birthday, and I feel amazing. When I saw myself in my birthday pictures back in January, I was like, sis, what are you doing? Like, this is not cute. It's time to get healthy. And so that's the journey I'm on. And so I just want to send you love, if that is where you are in life, you got this, you can do this, stay focused, stay motivated, stay out of the snacks. All right. So I see there's some people on this live. Please tell me where you at, especially if you're from Queens. I want to know. If Queens is in the building, drop your city, your neighborhood, your hood, your town, wherever you're representing from. Y'all know I'm from Jamaica, Queens. St. Albans to be exact. Yes. Hello, hello, LL Cool J. So if that's you, drop that in the comments, wherever you repping from, especially if you're from Queens, please drop that in the comments. I want to show y'all some love tonight. All right. I see. I see y'all. I see y'all. Oh, there's my king. He says, hey, beautiful. Hello, my love. I miss you so much. Thanks for being on the show or supporting the show as you always do. What's good, King Vince? Queens in the building. That is King Vince, homie, since way back. I mean, we go back like fat laces and fades, like, man. Like, we've been friends for a very long time. Who else is in the building? Daisha, what's good, Diamond? We got this, sis, for sure. Thank you for coming on the show. Oh, my God, y'all bringing my old school dialogue out, dialect out. Look, Medina, hey, Queens. What's good? Welcome to the show. Appreciate you. All right, Jazzy. My cousin, my diamond <laughs> DC, we'll show y'all some love. Y'all can get a little bit of love, but it is about Queens right now. And then my husband Morpheus speaks says Queens right around the corner <laughs> from Bookie and L. So y'all, y'all gotta know Morpheus think he is a honorary member of New York. He is not all right. So, real quick, I got two guests coming on tonight. I'm definitely gonna let them come on and introduce themselves and their hustle. Um, We're going to have some dope dialogue and conversation about growing up in Queens, the woes, the wins, you know, just all things growing up in the inner city. I feel like sometimes there are so many negative things that they don't really talk about the positive things. So I'm going to bring a balance to the conversation today. I got a lot from growing up in Queens that helped me to be a hustler, to help me to be focused, goal oriented, you know, to be um, enterprising and entrepreneurial. Then I got some bad habits too. You know what I'm saying? I picked up real standoffish disposition. Don't trust nobody. Everybody's shifty. Why are you walking up on me? I don't know. You don't talk to me like that, son. Back the hell up. Like That's how you are, right? And so I want to talk about the, the both sides of that and how I've made mistakes as a result and how some things really helped me to win in my career and in life. So first off, I'm going to bring on my girl, Rox. Like, when I tell y'all I've known her, I'm going to let her talk. Let me just bring her out. Again, rocks, where you at, boo? Where you I'm at Right here? up in here. Listen. What's her?
1: What's <laughs> good, mama?
0: shy show? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, okay, cool. What's up, beautiful? Let me just wear the mask until I get to the crib. No, listen, be be all the way correct. We need you safe out here. COVID yeah. is Like, go ahead. It's I cool. mean, it's 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 more about respect for other people. I don't know what's <laughs> going on with this COVID thing. But right. that's um, <laughs> And you in New York where it's like the worst right now, right? Yeah, they say like there's an epicenter. I've been on a forefront since the since forever, since the lockdown and everything. And actually my workplace um, started the first testing site. Mm. So and they gave people from all around the world testing before they even offered us. And so. I, I've been fine since, you know what I mean? I think, yeah. Uh, there's also been like some discoveries that the deaths from COVID somebody, um, I believe CDC admitted that the deaths from COVID have been from people who already had ailments, mm. like, you know, like life threatening ailments and elders, our elders, mm-hmm. a lot of, we lost a lot of our elders. But New York is still just bad right now. Like it's just, I mean, it's not our topic tonight, but, I, you know, definitely sending love to all the right. that are battling with. I mean, you you guys have got it the worst since day one, like since the beginning. It's been just difficult in New York. But again, don't want to spend our time talking about. Right. That. So introduce yourself. Tell I was about to say, rocks. let me just um, <laughs> this be the rocks. I'm yes. hollering at you nonstop where I bring the underground to the top with the rocks of views and a hood near you. Queens is in the building, so the please building. stand up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if we it if we two the hard way, three the hard way, we we in the building, exactly. and that's like all the time, though, because we roll deep. Justin, we really do. Listen, now you and I met in track, right? Track. track yes. Track. Shout out to the queen sprinters. I right. <laughs> mr moore shantuan yeah, derek all y'all did it for us <laughs> no seriously and and again like even the significance of having a track team you know in queens that wasn't necessarily affiliated with any particular school it helped me get a scholarship that's how i paid for college I oh. you know i'm saying yeah you get what i mean like you know i had a little money left over from doing the movie fresh but it was my track, you know what I'm saying, my track skills that got me a partial scholarship over at St. John's, shout out to SJU. Um, oh, but that's yeah. a sub. Yeah, so we met on the track team and I remember mm-hmm. to like, you was no nonsense. You was all now, yeah. Like, yeah. Brooklyn, Queens mix. Like, how thank did you. that happen? Good night, thank you. Sorry, I'm seeing now, them my left. Um, so... I'm, I'm, I'm mixed with, I'm mixed with Harlem and Brooklyn because oh, my mama is Harlem and my daddy is Brooklyn, but they moved to Queens and made me. Got it. So I'm Queens born and Queens raised. Okay. That's, a, so. That's how it should be. Right. <laughs> all right, so look, before we jump into these topics though, let's be respectful and bring on our next guest. We, me mean you will lose sight of what we're doing and talk all night. You so we got our, our next guest coming out, happens to be another queen from Queens and my family. Let's go, Miss Camille. Hey, guys. Hi, mama. Hey, Hello. you hi
1: beautiful women
0: <laughs> hi welcome how to, are I, you hi show thank you listen i'm so hyped like i'm telling you i know i'm loud i know i'm excited like my daughter amaya was like mommy you gonna be like this all night i was like uh, like you talking uh, about queen son i'm gonna be like this all night like this is right. what we do. but real quick camille please introduce yourselves okay. let everybody know your hustle. thank you for having me show for one uh for those listening that don't know me,
1: I go by Camille Marine. I'm a creative content creator. I'm also the editor of Full Blue Magazine. Uh, We are a lifestyle magazine, feature art, fashion, entertainment, entrepreneurship, uh, lifestyle, uh, perks and things like that. So definitely check us out on the gram at Full Blue Mag and you know,
0: just stay in the loop. Is, yes, ma'am. I hit a pumpkin. You just had a baby. You running two businesses. You running a magazine. Like this is life. I told them, don't expect nothing professional tonight because we doing it real tonight. Like it's it's a whole queen's conversation in the building. I got my five-year-old over here. You got the baby over there. Tamara was in the Uber. Like it is what it is. It is, it is what it is. Life, right <laughs> really, life don't stop. Right, life don't stop. This ain't no celebrity, you understand. Podcast, we got to have life and live our dreams, like that's just how it has to go.
1: Absolutely. I have my three year old right here next to me, cheering me on. He's so (laughs) just kind of watch, get familiar with, yeah, how this works and stuff like that. And then I also have my newborn on my
0: hip. Um,
1: he wants to stay close, he's still,
0: oh, yeah, the (laughs) skin to skin. Oh, I
1: love (laughs) playing out. I set it up so perfect for him to just chill, but he want to be next to mommy. So that's a- how it's supposed to be. That's how it's
0: supposed to be. Right? Like, hey. My baby fine Can you, like, Do you like- love the smell? of oh. yeah. The baby smell. <laughs> yeah, I
1: just smell his smell. face all the time. Uh, yes, <laughs> and do you I'm eat sad. his
0: feet? Of course I do. You such a mother, oh my god! Like you are such a. Okay, my Okay, you are such a mommy. I love this. <laughs> I, I ain't doing all that. My my youngest is five. I'm done with them phases. We we over them phases. We through all that. But she right look, but she right here on her phone as if like you know what I'm saying? Like she can't be less than you know sometimes like,
1: it. you just gotta go with the flow. Look, m- like my, my three-year-old has had me open up about three puddings in the time of, of me coming on the show. He keeps playing <laughs> stop playing, stop open. playing. I'm going to get on. I'm going to go say
0: hi. <laughs> <laughs> you got open this if you want to stay quiet, right? Well, look, y'all, I got my New York necklace on. I got and the topics popping. Let's jump right in because this hour will be flying by. And I want to make sure that we get to discuss All of the topics. So first off, I really want us to kind of tackle like those environmental stigmas and stereotypes. Right. And I'll I'll share real quick how this affected me as a teenager. And then eventually in adulthood, I was attending Hillcrest High School and um, I had one English teacher that I could not stand because she kept telling me I couldn't be a writer. Like you don't tell no child you know what i'm saying like i was like okay my grandma need work but i can write that's what i want to do i want to write i love to read i want to write books and she said well you know you're from queens right i was like yeah this is queens she's like yeah there's really no no significant or uh famous or successful writers coming out of queens and I so gotta do have- you. Girl- so like that really bruised me. I was like, damn, yeah. like, is she right? Is it because I'm from Queens that I, you know what I'm saying? I either got a rap or a ball or, you know what I'm saying? Like you're limiting my my scope and my perspective. She and said so Queens because she didn't want to say it. black, but whatever. Wanna, oh, you know what I'm saying? So I was just like, okay, maybe I can't do those things. You know what I'm saying? Maybe because of where I'm born and raised does have a lot to do with the opportunities that I'll get, right? Because again, these are the things that you hear. Not the yeah. things that you necessarily see, but the things that you hear. Because if y'all remember growing up in our hood, most of the businesses were black or brown owned—the bodegas, the cab stand, the you know what I'm saying. What was the what was the bar on the corner of Linden and and um, 193rd? What was that called? Uh, black owned. Chances. Yeah. You
1: know what
0: I'm saying? It was black owned. The barber shops in our hood all <laughs> black owned, but it was Big daddies. Girl, listen. <laughs> <laughs> but you get what i'm saying to me i'm like it's a bunch of entrepreneurs in my neighborhood what do you mean i can't do this so go ahead i I know you want to say something Rob. go ahead well so uh, we were we were like high schoolers back in the 90s growing up in the 80s the way those from the 80s to the 90s the the luxurious jobs was nothing Right. The way they probably got to own because Big Daddy's was owned by Papa G. Mm-hmm. And for years, Papa G ran a number spot. And remember, on, what was it? On Farmers in 117th <laughs> or something. And they had right. the boxes up against the door. No, which about this of there? Over oh, huh? by Grady's? Great. Yes. Right next right. to Grady's. Now it's all, as soon as Papa G must have, you know, saved up enough to open Big Daddy's or buy Chances, they had to have bought Chances, Mm -hmm. then we could, now now that place was a Jamaican restaurant. It was a... (laughs) Girl, it was all of those things. Yeah. The the point is, though, we saw entrepreneurs in our neighborhoods. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't foreign to us. You know what I mean? No. And I mean, if we want to count the the successful street pharmacists, we can. Because some of them were better CEOs than Steve Jobs and, you know what I'm saying, Bill Gates. Like, they were running businesses from their head from the corner. And so- My daddy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you see that, it's like, what the hell you mean I can't be whatever I want to be? You know, go ahead. You know what it was? was. We were oblivious because they didn't give that to us. Right. Right. They didn't let us in on the illegal- they let us see like, uh, their fruits, their harvest,
1: right? Right. right. Yeah, I know right. one of the things I enjoyed the, you know, the most about Queens is the entrepreneurship because it seemed like everybody that I was round, uh, around, you know, had mm-hmm. an entrepreneurship mentality. Whether we were right. street pharmacists, a lot of music was coming out of Queens when I was growing up. Yep. It just seemed like everybody had a dream and everybody had a, a goal or, or an idea that they wanted to see, you know, take off. So I just yeah. always thought it was dope. I learned I learned my hustle living in Queens. Like I learned how to talk to people and be adaptable. Like a lot of the times when you go out of state, everybody's not as adaptable. They're They're more so condition to their community, you know what I mean? Far mm-hmm. um, you know, just kind of being stuck in the box with the way that they do stuff. Mm-hmm. But um coming up in Queens, you know, it's just a diverse culture there. Exactly. And I all had different things to bring to the table, like whether it was nationality and like, you know, stuff they've been doing that that the, the elders then put them on to, you right. know all right, this this how you get your hustle on. But um, I just think, I think New York is, and Queens uh, specifically was just a great place for me personally growing up and, and starting on my entrepreneurship journey.
0: Right, right. And I, and I definitely want to talk about that topic. I want mm-hmm. to, you know, dive a little deeper into that innate hustle, right? I feel like New Yorkers have the upper hand because it, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. It is a hustler's haven. Like it is our, you know what I'm saying? It is what we do. But yeah. there's also some things that, you know, I want to kind of get back to those stereotypes and stigmas and those environmental things that were kind of, you know, pushed on us growing up. Like, for one, I didn't trust nobody. Like, that was just a queen's thing. Like, look over your shoulder. Who are they? Why they walking up on you? Why that car rolling down? Like, you just always on like, who are you? You know what I'm saying? Like, you really I, yeah. stand I very standoffish because of my upbringing. If you wasn't from my hood or you wasn't a play cousin, or, you know what I'm saying, my mom ain't buy her bootleg tapes from you? Who are you? Like, stay out of my face. And so I took that with me to college. I took that with me into the workforce where my attitude was like, nah, I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? No new friends. Like, leave me alone. Back up. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that came from, you know, that environment where we just naturally like, this don't look right. This don't feel right. Like, we were big on energy before it was a trend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I- no, that's right, cause
0: I, I if you wasn't from the
1: crew or like if somebody bring you in like yo, this is my peeps they good money, you know, <laughs> it wasn't messing with you. <laughs> we wasn't messing with you. It was like
0: nah, we don't know you, we don't trust you, we don't know but
1: you. Definitely, it was definitely a trust thing. I
0: I know being a New Yorker definitely have trust issues. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, and that's what I wanted to talk about at this particular segment because. We don't realize when you are in that environment and you're in, you know what I'm saying? You're in that space where that's natural. Everybody's like that. Your neighbors, your cousins, your parents, your siblings, everybody has that innate like, uh uh-uh, you know what I'm saying? Like trust issue, it's it's natural for us. And so when you step out into other cities, other states around other people with other upbringings, you like, oh damn, is this me? You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. maybe this is a flaw. Maybe this is not the best way to be. You know what I'm saying? So I had to unlearn that. Like I had to let my guard down a little bit, be less standoffish. And even with the whole, you know, feminine and masculine energy, there was a lot of crossover, a lot of bleeding one into the other in Queens. Queens girls, we were considered the pretty girls out of New York, right? We were also, we also had that strong masculine energy, like. We was out there balling with the fellas. We was playing, you know, um, Scully with the boys. We was, you know, I'm saying. So I, I had to shut that off. I had to learn how to like scale that back a little bit. Yeah. But that- you see, like you want to say something? No, that no. Yeah. You're saying everything, though. That's <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah. I, I and I think that, like, also I think like getting back to like the stigma. I feel like. I feel like our elders, our, you know, our overheads, be it mm-hmm. mommy, daddy, you know, grandma, all of them, they kind of made us oblivious mm. to how they got theirs.
1: True. true, true. My
0: my grandmother, she's like the biggest hustler. I remember she told me, you're supposed to wake up with your business partner. Oh, huh. Because I, I I had to ask her, what does granddaddy do? She said Sounds what i to like. uh, tell him to. <laughs> <laughs> One time she yeah. bought him a truck, a, you know, them big old trucks that like moving trucks. Mm. And he did, I don't know what he did with it, but mm. she paid the mortgage and we Ooh. had our own bedroom. <laughs> like, you <laughs> know. So <laughs> I don't but know that, what that was about. Right. But yeah. that was so dope, though. Like you said, like, you know. Camille mentioned it earlier, like living in Queens, because Camille and I lived around the corner from each other. Right. It was literally like living in United Nations. Like we had everything in our neighborhood, like right, like all types of Caribbeans, Latinos, like, you know what I'm saying? And like, honestly, some of our neighbors that were Latino, I just thought they were black because they were so much darker than what the Latinos on TV look like. Right. And I remember um, I can't remember the chick that Monica or something that lived like in the middle of my block. She was talking one day and just Spanish started flowing. I was like, sis, like, I thought you was a regular black girl. And she, you know what I'm saying? She was from the Dominican Republic. We had a chick from Panama on the block. Like, it was just so much diversity and so much, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, so much culture, you know, people were really rooted in their culture. Um, And as a result of that, we understood how Caribbeans are like, you know, you go to the the local spot. What was the spot on Linden and Farmers? Um, Farmers. Which one was it? Five miles, the jamaican and 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 jeans no, jeans that oh, one jean. yes you go to the counter sis got a whole attitude like what you a whole like? attitude but look matter, i won't order chinese i mean i won't order jamaican food if the chick at the counter don't have an attitude like if i hello any, hello. Anything, hello and sis ain't got an attitude when i approach i don't want this food get out of here let's go let's go because okay. it's not going it's not that good. They know it's that good. They know that you' missing out. They... You get what I'm saying? But again, that comes from that culture. Like that's what we were used yeah. to. We were used to the dollar van drivers. Now mine's just probably two fifty now, but I still call it the dollar van. They used to yell at you, get in and close my door. Like yeah, we... yeah. <laughs> Until they got their string and close the door, they sell. You get what I mean? And so. And why they had the nerve to curse you out? Like, what was the system for your $10? (laughs) What was the system for the $10 bill? I don't remember My grandma used to send me to dance school with a $10 bill to cat. you know, I have to cat Gloria Jackson. I went to Gloria Jackson. And I had to get on the dollar van, you know, walk to to Merrick or either Linden, whichever one, you know, mostly Linden, Uh because I was 11. Uh-huh. And you know, get on there. My grandma give me the whole ten dollar bill. I'm just like, grandma, they yelled at me last time. She's like, they supposed to give you change. Like, oh, you supposed right. to tell them before you get off the you exactly. If
1: you wait <laughs> to yeah. stop to talk about you got some change, them niggas will come
0: call you every bump. Up in the <laughs> bush. and then they won't even stop all the way. They just gonna slow down for your ass to you get. You gotta out. Get okay. Out moving like they will go
1: past your stop like <laughs> we're gonna keep going till i finish counting this change i don't give a fuck if you 20 blocks from, from your <laughs> destination you should have said
0: you need to change five. Times. okay and i've been trying to tell my kids like y'all will never know what it's like to take city buses and dollar vans and gypsy cabs and all that shit to school because that was <laughs> life Right, you ain't getting the hillcrest no other way. So ain't no yellow buses coming. You gonna take the do- the dollar van or the bus, but okay. definitely, like again, those things became normal for me. You know <laughs> what I mean? So I wasn't offended and like when someone when a man raised his voice or asserted his his energy or his power because I was used to engaging mm-hmm. with those type of people. But at the same time, I was one of those people, and so I remember my best friend. Shout out to the bestie, shy. Um, she said to me one day, she was like, Timo, you be meaning well, but you mean as hell. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Am I? And I'm just like, I'm so sorry, because it's not, you know, that, that Angie's mean or Kevin is mean. My parents aren't mean people. It was that culture I grew up in. Like, we aggressive, we say what we said, like take it. We love you. Like, what's the problem? And mm-hmm. so I really had to constantly unlearn that Queen's mentality, like, I'm a New Yorker, right. so we are. And, you know, it's no longer an excuse. I couldn't use an excuse anymore. I've been out of New York, like, 20 years now. So I had to adjust. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, Queens is known for powerful women. You know what I mean? Like, what was her aunt or whoever. It's just so many, like, strong female women that came, that grew up in Queens and raised families and kind of passed on certain things to them. You know what I mean? Like, you just... I think they kind of just set the bar for who we, who we are as a culture. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, as far as, like our age group is concerned, but um, right. you know, it's, it's dope. You know what I'm saying? I think that, you know, even though I do think that as women, we are a little tough, we are maybe not as, uh, maybe a little more insensitive Alex. to certain things, mm-hmm. you know what I Because mean? that's just how we grew up. It's like, right. you good? Like,
0: Right, right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, yeah, but the women in Queens, I think, have always had strong personalities, Whether mm-hmm. whatever it is that they did, you know what right. I mean? They've always been, like, even like Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys is a, a good example of a, a, she comes across very feminine, but you can tell, like, she has a lot of um, street still in her, you know?
0: hmm yeah. Yeah, that, I don't think that ever is going to go away, right? It's just, there's yeah. an essence. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's an essence that we just don't lose. We just, it can't. Yeah. Like, my mother is like, think for years me old. it's been, I had to learn my triggers. That part. That part, yeah. Otherwise, I'm just like, son. <laughs> Girl, like. Kind like, of like rise up out you like. Yeah, like, like I'm saying, you must got to guard you now the way you talking to me right and, and you know what I'm saying? and that accent only come out when you are you know. right I be, you know what i'm saying i could be like baltimore i lived there for a while now i live in atlanta i could adjust but when i'm angry oh new york is all you hearing like what are you doing okay. like that's what comes out and so like you said it's always there my mother's 60 years old and still sound like she from new york like she still sound like she on the block and she's been it's going so to like the time the time from the, the block yeah, yeah. Like people yeah. tell me they could always say, like, Camille,
1: when you get mad, I hear the New York come out. Like, the first thing out of my mouth is, like, Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like the trends happen. And then, then I come back and they just telling me what happened. And I'm like, all right, that
0: sounds right. right. Yo,
1: when put- I met
0: Camille, when I first yeah. met Camille, yeah, she had a she had like a draw, <laughs> but I knew she was Queens born. I just yeah. knew it. Yeah. It was like a kindred, like yeah. I, we met at we met at Lot Picasso. Shout yeah. out to Lot Picasso. Okay. We no, met no. at his crib. His apartment is always the lab. Like he always doing yeah. something. He, yeah. Oh, I I got this com this Mac computer and it got sound effects in it. So <laughs> you got rock it. right. <laughs> So it's, really a studio, right? it's a studio. Right. It's a whole studio. Right. <laughs> I came up at there, I'm just looking at her earrings like, I like them. Yeah. <laughs> that's nice. And then, like, you know, she's, he's like, yeah, that's my homegirl, Camille. And he tell her, yeah, that's my homegirl, Rocks. And we'd like, what up? You know, it was like, it was already kinfolk. Like, yeah, like, yeah. And <laughs> then she was um, talking. I'm just like, nah, she's from here. Like, you know, the connection was just. Because we're going to feel it. Like, we're gonna fill you, you
1: out. Know in the first five minutes or so, somebody, your people, you know, like we right. like
0: minded, you'd be like, mm, right? I'm, nah, yeah. she's from Long Island. She's not from Queens. That's Long Island. We're not talking we not talking to, her. <laughs> I, we we got talking to her. her. She, and then, no, no, here's, here's where I really get disrespectful. You're from Long Island City. You're not from Queens. And yeah. my city's no. still Queens, but you're not from Queens for me. Like, for me. That's you can be from right. Queens Bridge, which is right in Long Island City, but don't tell me you're from Long Island City, because that's not Queens. Get out of here. You're exactly. Not that's, that's like I'm that New not. York. You're not New York. Like, get out of here. You're not from the <laughs> world. You're not a New Yorker. All right, real quick, y'all. Let's jump into these comments and show some love to the folks supporting the conversation tonight. Uh, and then we're going to jump into our second topic. Like I said, this time flies by, and y'all know I could talk. I'm like, All right, so let's pick on Oh, my gosh. We ain't even going to go there. Shout out to Talia and Lee. One of our diamonds says, Southside, you heard? Yes, ma'am. We in the building. We like Southside. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? And then King Vince says, Queen, stand up. You know we here, bro. We is so okay. here. Out in <laughs> the, the college, beautiful, The you know. beautiful Javon Frazier says, Hi, hello, beautiful. Queen. Hello, gorgeous. Hey, boo. <laughs> All right, let me hit a few more. Facebook user, I don't know who this is, but it says, Hillcrest, what's up? Gotta be a high school classmate. That was <laughs> one of my five high schools that I went to. <laughs> five. After I finished in the GED. Right. <laughs> Melly Mel said the attitude makes the food taste better. Hell yes, church. <laughs> church. <laughs> Facts. If sis didn't have attitude, get the hell out of here. We we'll don't want that food. Mel, Mel says they call us the bougie borough. Very true. As they should. Very true. <laughs> Yeah, all right, I'm we'll gonna take one more. Uh, Nicole says, St. Albans all day. All What's up, right. Mama? What's up? All in the St. Building. St. Albans, yes. yes. <laughs> yes. So, look, like, I want to talk, Camille. You already touched on it. I kind of want to go back to it a little bit. I want to talk about that innate hustle. Um, like you were saying, like, there's just something about the energy and you know, what I'm saying the community and the vibe in Queens. And I honestly, all the boroughs back on only rep where I'm from, there is just something enterprising and entrepreneurial about that space. Like, like you said, whether it was street pharmacists or legit business, I've always seen black and brown people running their own businesses. Yeah. And so it wasn't foreign to me to want to be a business owner. It wasn't, you know, something that I had to learn in college or pick up, you know, from other people. I knew at a young age, like, I remember we used to play business. Like, remember we used to take the receipts from the bank, from dime Bank. Whoa, like throwback. dime Bank, right? Dime Bank. We used to take the receipts and we used to pretend that we ran a business. You know what I'm saying? Because that was what you saw. You picked up what you saw. So, yeah, we saw the addicts. You know what I'm saying? We saw, you know, the, the domestic fights and abuse and things like that in neighbors' homes. We saw all the negative stuff. But we saw a lot of like that natural hustle. Like I like to call the innate hustle. So all of us ended up, you know, owning businesses, running businesses. I'm going to come to you first, Camille. Like talk about, you know, how that environment really cultivated that for you. Oh, for sure. Um, You know, like I said, it was just it was
1: always a privilege just growing up around, you know, uh, uh, creative people. And, you know, for example, the, the music loop loop, like Tone, D N. he was uh, one of the first people that heard Tiff and myself do music, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to sing, used to rap, and, you know, it seemed like um, everybody in Queens was doing music at that time. Mm-hmm. And once we started doing music, it, it, it definitely introduced me to a lot of the creatives that were there when it came to... Um, technical stuff was it was mm-hmm. technology styling hair like everybody kept joining the team like I want to be a part mm-hmm. of the team oh, oh you, you gotta hustle or oh, you, you trying to run a business I want to be on the mm-hmm. team and it was like so supportive yeah it, you know what I mean like everybody was supportive I never felt any hate or anything like that and I feel like, I I feel like if you were an entrepreneur you got respect mm-hmm. you got your props off gp because mm-hmm. It's a lot of people there that was a little older than us that mm-hmm. had a lot of these dreams that may have not pursued them because they mm-hmm. wanted to take care of their family. It might have been a bad relationship, domestic abuse and stuff like that. But, um, you know, for me, just like New York um, in general has so many opportunities. Mm-hmm. Being from Queens, yeah. it felt like, close to home like i felt like a branch off this grand tree of mm-hmm. entrepreneurship and success it felt like oh i'm right here i have everything i need i just gotta figure out how to get- where i gotta go today i'm on the ferry i gotta go satin island where i got you know what i mean It mm-hmm. just right. we had that like that loop to mm-hmm. so many opportunities mm-hmm. and um you know what's a blessing you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying because traveling to different states, I never got that energy. It was, it was like, I was always looked at as some alien
0: or right. person with
1: drive. Like, oh my God, mm-hmm. you chasing your dreams? Like you right. going to get there? And it, it's right. like, of course, absolutely. So now i become like this support system and this encourage, encouragement, you know, to yeah. a lot of my peers in other states, because they just don't understand. They don't understand how every morning I can convince myself that I'm gonna win. I need to take this. I need to practice time management to figure mm. out the steps that I'm taking. You know, right. doing, and right. and I'm not. So, nothing is gonna phase me. You know what right. I mean? And, yeah. Uh, i am only, and that's just the product of my environment. That's what Queens was for me. Pete, like. I just, it's so much love there. Like I'm getting chills talking about it. I really everybody. Like sometimes I will find myself in a room with people that I did not know. Ain't know them from a hole in the wall, but we felt like family in that moment. Like we get into these circle conversations and everything will feel so divine. And you'd be like, I really don't even know this person, but I love her like a sister. I love her. Right.
0: Like a- yeah. We
1: gotta <laughs> that. Yeah. together kind of win together and right that's just what it felt like like once you was cool with somebody in queens y'all are family for life right they auntie house you could grandma will cook you dinner yes. like it is family mm-hmm. right <laughs>
0: no those is facts those is <laughs> facts true. what what's been your take on that like i know you're also in the creative space like us you know what's yeah. been your take on that i i mean first off like like I like Camille said, Queens, like was it was always love. Facts. It's been I I'm I literally will make money off of I will okay, no. You remember that song, Chitty Chitty <laughs> Bang Bang? I will literally make a dollar out of 15 cents. Those facts. And right. My Queen's hood, they they will show me. I could I could go up to anybody, and I and mm-hmm. I have, mm-hmm. and just be like, I need this, and like, mm-hmm. okay, I know I know somebody that needs up. You got <laughs> the plug, right? Right. <laughs> you 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 sew though, right? Don't you? Cause especially some lot, you sew, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yo, she was looking for a sew. You know, okay. um, one night me and Lot. After Camille left us, me and Lot, he taking his his Mac around and showing his videos. We having listening parties wherever house we go into. <laughs> and then he like, yo, this is my homegirl rock. She write the scripts. She got mad stuff on the web series and stuff like that. Like, then like it was amazing to me too. Yeah. Like we got famous barbers. Rest in peace, Zeta Barber. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We got how how are you famous for cutting hair? Like oh, and they've been that's doing like they've been cutting black man's country club. But, but see, they've been doing it. that since 59 though. Shout out right. to Russie Barber. <laughs> like David Cutting. Yo. we was a How did you together? know like that's what you could do? We didn't know. It's just, oh, I like doing this and I could do it. And exactly. oh, we can make money. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Thanks. You could you could decorate a pen. They like yo, make more of those. Right. When right. I first met Camille, she had flower earrings. She mm-hmm. had one long one, like the <laughs> asymmetrical set. I'm like, I made them. Right. Right. And then I'm like, where you get yours from? Locked right there with her, with the love. Oh, right. She it herself. <laughs> what you? You want some? You know what I'm saying? Right. This is before cash app and everything. My girl pulled out the, you know, the square, (laughs) the square. Like, no, I take that. I know. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. But again, but that's what I'm trying to say. Like that was inspiring. And I was like, I'm going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because, you know, people used to hit me.
1: Oh, I love your jewelry, but I only got my card. I ain't got no cash on me. I'd be like, I'll
0: take debit. Look, Camille would be like, one sec. Okay. okay. Let's go. Swipe, swipe. <laughs> but no, seriously. And like, you know, I was I was talking to my, my husband and I was telling him like how even as a young girl, like 12 years old, before the movie, after the movie, we would find ways to make money. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all know, I had the the candy on lock in '59. I was hustling. Listen, if I pay ten cent for it, you're paying twenty five cent for it because now it's in demand because there's no Bolivian so to So you know what I'm saying? So I was all about supply and demand. I learned that at you know what I'm saying, thirteen years old. Oh, you want a blow pop? They're twenty five cents out my book bag, or you could wait till <laughs> after school three hours from now and go get one for 15 cents what you finna do and you know what I'm saying? but it was that natural like i'm about to make me a little bit of coin and i remember my mother used to sell dinners and my aunt sold you know what i'm saying bootleg um dvds or cds and i had you know what i'm saying the uncle with the car wash on the corner on saturdays and you, know, you just had all of these people around you and like you said the support we yeah. was out there supporting. it's like oh you ain't gotta cook on Sundays. Miss D over there, she makes you know what I'm saying, dinners eight dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. everybody knew who was in the network. You knew what you sold, what products you had, what resources you had, what was the plug, who was the connect. And that's just pretty much how our community thrived. Like that's that was the heartbeat of the community. Everybody had yeah. a and oh. so it's debate. Go ahead, Rox. You know what? Um, now, see again. This is like I was on I I, I was on autopilot growing up. But mm. you know how Queens houses has the trap doors. Yeah, my grandfather he was a carpenter. You know he he built the whole bar in the basement. Everybody probably got everybody in Queens probably got a bar in the basement, right? Oh yeah. So he <laughs> he built his bar. And my grandma told me how they came They came here in 66. They came there in 66. And it was such a big deal for Black people to be homeowners. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Queens wasn't always a borough. Right. They tried, you know, they tried to be like, we was Long Island, but up, right? Right. So, <laughs> um, you know, they wanted to keep the, they used to have rent parties. And, you know, to keep it very, Humble and very respectful. Like you don't be like, oh, so and so going on hard times. This is like, yo, you, we need to have a rent party. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, we got some liquor downstairs. Everybody pay at the door or pay, and we're gonna give this to so and so who, you know what I mean? Right. Needs the the mortgage money, like you know, because right. yeah. it, it and because it, it was about like we're gonna keep this community. That's and that's what it was about. Community. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really do, I hurt for my kids because they don't know what that's like. You know, the block parties and the water fights that included the entire street, like everybody household yo, was out there for the water fights. You know yo, what I'm saying? The illness water
1: fight party. Listen. I used to be so
0: mad when I got in
1: trouble and I couldn't come around there. And I'm
0: like, come on, my,
1: my mother be
0: like, nope. You but that was the punishment. Like yeah, that was right. the punishment. <laughs> like, oh. You don't want to go to class. You don't want to do your homework. You want to talk back. Your dishes ain't washed. You're not going outside. Like, that killed me and my siblings. We can't go outside. Right, like, we right. We dinner. Like, I'd rather not eat. Let me go outside. Right. Like, the the say, real screen times? time. Right. We was in 15 Park Scully outside the front house. Like, it just was that energy that you just had to tap in. It was literally like air. Like, what do you mean I can't go outside today? I Didn't kill me. Like, I'm gonna, like, and y'all know I was dramatic, right? So everything was, I'ma die if I don't go outside. Like, and it wasn't because no dude was out there. I wanted to see, I wanted to play double dutch. And I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Go to the park and I wanted to shoot ball and all of that shit. Like, that's what I wanted to do. I had a damn screw loose. I think Jill told me I
1: couldn't go to somebody house party. And I was mad. I was so mad, because she told my friend she could spend the night. Shanae. Shanae, right. if you listening, this was your fault, too, that night. <laughs> <laughs> she, she asked my mother if she could spend the night. Nobody asked me. She said she spending spend the night. I had plans to go to the party. So I'm like, come on, we going to the party. She's like, I don't want to go to the party. I just want to stay in the house. So Jill, Jill my mother was like, right. you can't. go to jail. Because your friends don't want to go. So stay in the house. I think I went ape shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad. I I broke her Mother's Day present. It was a glass one. I broke Are you, Patty. I was, oh. hit the wall she and Patty. And I ain't really know. I just was spazzing. So I hit the wall with her cane. Like I ain't. Even, I was really doing it to scare my friend. Like, see what you made me do. You made me go crazy. Like, and when I. <laughs> <laughs> the rock just started tunneling
0: out, and my mother came down like, "Oh, you crazy! Oh, you crazy, huh?" <laughs> Shout out to Auntie Jail. No, Auntie Joe used to scare us when we were teenagers. She really he didn't was play. Like, yeah, she right? He said she really didn't play. She really did not play. Like she used to scare the shit out of me. Like she would raise her voice. I'm like, all right, I'm going back around the corner back to yeah. my spot. But my real quick, mother, before, the, before, know, before she, huh? you know, she still got that little that jail listen Look, I, I don't mess with her now i'm grown. i still don't know i'm like have to whatever you say it's, it's whatever you say like it's, but it's, that's how bad i wanted to go to the party i was i was i was willing to
1: take it there like I shout was- out
0: to the house parties i saw Melly mel is on here she used to be at the one nine eight and murdoch parties with me we are not even gonna go there the party <laughs> a whole mess we had no business being teenagers in them days but you know that's back in the day but real quick, before I go into these comments, I gotta look. I gotta talk about how we used to connect and prepare for the party that weekend by, you know, getting our little dance coordination, something. We had no TikTok, okay? We okay. Could, like natural. Like we had the whole thing. We picked the song, the moves. Like you couldn't you tell. you had to have the music. Out. Listen, okay. That was life. Like that was life. Doing that with your friends and then hitting the parties. But let me go to the comments because they in here. I just want to read a few of them. Jessica said they they did all that without social media. Fact. Hello. Entrepreneurial, enterprising, no social media. Made shit happen. That is facts. Tiffany Mathias, what's up, Diamond? She says Saint Alban's crew in the house. You know yeah. it. We are here. Mighty he, Mighty North. A-K- okay. Me. Melly Mel was good. Diamond, she says, coming out looking like you was in the shower because you sweat so hard. <laughs> That's how the parties used to be. Shirts be wet. Yes. Like. It was a problem. It was a problem. How about yeah. we all had the doobie and the 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 scarf on until the night. Until now. the night. Listen, I was telling husband <laughs> about the doobie wrap. He was like, yeah. what is that? I was like, bruh, like you don't know what a doobie wrap is with the big ass bobby pins that make your hair look like the, the honeycomb? Okay. Can't tell me nothing. What are you talking about? Like I was fabulous. What? Every Saturday morning, taking the E to the J to the Z. To <laughs> the Dominicans, like what? Oh my god, Jessica, what's up, Diamond? She says, We had a whole dance routine, facts like, seriously, way before TikTok. That's what we were. That's what we were. <laughs> mm-hmm. and Tiffany says, Don't forget the fresh fit from the Coliseum, girl. Hello,
1: do not girl. wash
0: them because it'll shrink. <laughs> I was well, told, your so- coming off, you see quince. Your little OPP, remember the little OPP pattern? What they call it now? I don't even know what they call it now. Quilted? We used to call it the OPP pattern. It's quilted now. <laughs> right, Girl. right. And remember the necklaces? Like you would come from the Coliseum in the basement? The nose. <laughs> Yo. That's not- right. You had to have the X and O. You the- had to have the X and O. Stop playing. <laughs> and, and, and then you went to Vims because Vims always had the new kicks. Right. Until you went to Salem. yo, shout out to Salem. Do he still own the hair shop? Like, yo, yeah. remember you can buy your tracks by the yard. Like, I don't <laughs> need a full back. I just need enough for a bang, like yeah, <laughs> 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 yo, shout out Tiffany to Queens, brought that you know. back. Tiffany gets a like a gold star. Yes, shout life, out to right. Yeah, Lyndon Boulevard on deck was good. Welcome, welcome to the show. Oh welcome God, show. Mel says, what "Are your fresh fifty four Says Kool Aid colors. Says, "Okay, I had the red ones because I, I had a red-headed head. family. I was trying to be red girl. All this. I remember when the when the patent leather white ones came out. Do y'all yes. remember them shit? Everybody got something. You couldn't tell me. Look." And then you can wipe it off with some alcohol. And- <laughs> <laughs> That's one the I love. kept them things crisp for like a good four months. Stop playing with me. Like, rest, uh, it was not I practical played. though. Why the Pass, sauce, perfect. leather, my toes. Right. Nah, <laughs> somebody <laughs> stepped. But on I did it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. you
1: just messed up the whole sneaker. Right? <laughs> Don't, <laughs> like, uh,
0: Don't step on a fresh baggy jeans. But then the Coliseum baggy jeans, you know, don't wash them. Don't. Mm-mm, and before the grease, I had, had the body the Calgon body washes. You, <laughs> <laughs> you, you hold it up. You get the Calgon body washes from your older cousin. My, my older cousin, I'm just like spraying out. Yeah, good. Yo, shout out to Queens. I swear, childhood. So we got a few minutes left, ladies. I want to do two things. One. I want to transition and talk a little bit about, you know, our entry into the creative space. Camille, you touched on it earlier in terms of music and the support from Queens and the love from Queens. Rox, you're a writer. Camille, you're a writer. I'm a writer. You know, just what was that like? Because I call that being crowned by creation. Like, It is a blessing to know from childhood what you want to do with your life. And I really feel like a lot of that confidence came from our upbringing. You know what I mean? And it's not to discredit anybody from the South or the Midwest. I just have to show love for the environment that gave me permission to be who I wanted to be so young. Like I didn't have to get to college and figure it out. I didn't have to, you know, wait until I was well into my twenties or thirties. I knew At 10, 12, 14 years old, I'm going to write. I love books. I love literature. I'm going to tell stories. And so that was such like an amazing thing for me. Because like Camille said, it was my drive, my whole life. It was what pushed me. Like, no, I'm going to win. Like, what are you talking about? I'm supposed to. That's what I'm supposed to do. And I remember remember the drug dealers. You know what I'm saying? Y'all going to school? All right, go to school. Now, mind you, they on the corner right? They hustling, but they wanted to see us get out of the hood. They wanted to see us succeed and to win. That part. You know what I mean? And it's just like, you can't, you know what i saying? You can't fabricate that. You, you can't embellish that. Like, that's real. Like, that was real life. So I want to hear y'all stories while we got a few minutes left. Like, just share with the hustlers and the shiners. Like, what was that like for you to know this is destiny? This is purpose. Like, I'm supposed to be a creative. Come um, or oh, Okay, go ahead, Rox. My bad. Well, I remember for some reason I was always making up dances in um in front of my grandmother's house. I had mm-hmm. the the lawn, like the elevated lawn that was like a curb. So yeah. that was our stage. And I remember like singing in front of my father. My father was like back and forth, in and out of the driveway, coming back and forth home. Yeah. And we singing Sex You Up one day.
1: So he like
0: come inside me. So then <laughs> he was just like, "Come inside and do what and, and do what." So I was like, "It's the song," and he was not <laughs> trying to hear that. I was like, do "You want me to do the song?" And I All right. like it. And he's talking about. So then you changed that shit. You ain't coming inside nobody. I'm glad he did that actually. Yeah. That, you know, it's, it, it means a yeah. lot because when you when you look at it. But anyway, I I changed it, and. Because I still wanted to sing the song. Right. That, that was my thrive. Like, that was my my, my passion. And I had yeah. no idea that's why I wanted to. So I said, I was like, come inside, try on my coat, and we could, <laughs> you know, make yourself at home. I said, let me pour a glass of <clears throat> milk, because now we're in a zone. Like, yeah, you like, right oh. up. Like, <laughs> I was like... <laughs> And, uh, 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 you know right. And I was like, oh shoot. Um I and I, I remember thinking back, like, yo, I used to do spoofs. <laughs> but the, the fact that one line encouraged you to, you know what I'm saying, to song. Yeah. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like exactly. That that the significance of that, like the significance of that, right? He inspired you, and right. if that um, he, ever happened, he created a path, like you know what I'm saying. He literally yeah. was like, No, don't sing that, change the words. Now you're a songwriter because you exactly. listen. You know what I mean? Like, people they discredit that, but that is so significant. Like, to be introduced to your dream, like that, to be introduced to a talent or a passion, like that, that type of stuff means so much. Like, I hold on to that. And real quick, rocks. I can relate because I remember singing Old oh, Dirty Bastard. Yeah, baby, I like it raw. Ooh, baby, I like it raw. My father's like, I'm sorry, what do you like raw? I was like, oh, my, <laughs> I meant chicken. Like, I just, you know, <laughs> my chicken. I like, girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to daddy. Hey, Kevin Harrison. But go ahead, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's funny.
0: Um, I think,
1: you know, for me, um, I'm into a lot of different things but just as a creative person, um, I mean my first love was hair um, styling and stuff like that my mom went to to hair school so she was kind of like the one who inspired me to 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 just do what it what it is that I like to do so yeah. during that journey um, with the music and the hair and the styling and being around different people, I found myself always telling somebody what they should do. And I'm like, you know, you should do this. Oh, you know what you should do? Oh, this will work. And I started seeing myself as a visionary because I always would have these broad visions for other people yeah. from a conversation. They could, you know, express an idea or some of the things that they wish or or what, what have you. And I would just be visioning of how to make it happen. Like, right. and it, I got to a point where I realized why don't I make it happen? I'm mm. the, one with the vision. I can't. I can't keep giving. You know, my gifts and my callings to other people. So right. um, that's that's when I knew being a creative was just my calling, and that's mm-hmm. just the umbrella of all of the things that I like to do. I like to create content, and the world we live in now is that's that's where we're at with things. That's how right. you. Create. That's how you interact. That's how you become relative. That's how you, uh, uh, promote and market a business. So, right. um, just being a creative content, uh, uh excuse me, a, a content creator is, um, a growing passion for me because yeah. I, I realized the ideas that I come up with, the more I book clients and they're able to allow me to, to, to take creative direction of, of their ideas. And then they get to see, the the benefit, the financial benefit, and then mm-hmm. also the support that they're gaining from these ideas that I have makes me feel like I'm on the right track with yeah. um, with being a creator. So uh, as far as the magazine is concerned, it just seemed destined. Just me being an entrepreneur and going through experiences and being able to relate to other people, like I know exactly Man. what you went through. or. Right. Or worrying about ex you know, finances or how you're gonna do that. I- I've been there. I've been close right. to the workshops. I've been the person that you know what I'm saying. So I've just found yeah. myself in so many situations where I can relate so much. And I wanted to take the spotlight off of myself and my own creations and focus on other people with the magazine platform just to inspire them and to inspire others by what the content that they're reading in the magazine. And that's wow. purposeful to me. Um because yeah. it's not just about me, it's about the community of us right. vision that mm-hmm. have these great ideas and the passion to be entrepreneurs. Oh.
0: That's so good. That is so good. I so appreciate you saying that because that's a big deal. Paying it forward. You know what I'm saying? Providing a platform and an opportunity for others to shine. Like that's that's exactly what Diamond Writers is. That's why I created that. I wanted other women's stories to be heard, to be read, to be felt. You know what I mean? Um, To be relatable, to give them opportunities. And so I just I love it. Real quick. We are running out of time. But rocks. I want you to tell the people how to connect with you, where they can check out rocks reviews. And then come in to have you do the same. And then I'm going to send you all backstage so I can say good night to the people. All right. Hey, Rox, how can they reach you? Rocks reviews. No space. Just the way it sounds. R.O.X. The way reviews is spelled. Rocks reviews. I'm coming to a hood near you. I did a a review last night. I do um, tried and true reviews. Like, you got to be more than Black to be Black-owned for me to support you. And I'll, you know, try your product. It has to take over a course of a time. But I'm going to come back with the truth. And before I post it, that's where you're going to tell me, like, listen, this this don't smell good or just make my <laughs> edges white. Cause that's what I've been having to do. So what you want to do with this? Okay. You still got to pay me for my opinion. Cause I gave it to you. Right. And I got, okay. I got a beta team too. Doe, do And I'm editing you know, novels that. now. So. And writing plays and writing. So y'all just go check out rocks, rocks reviews on Instagram at rocks reviews. And then Camille let the people know how they can reach you full blue magazine jk absolutely. cash fashion closet all of that
1: no doubt and shout out to rocks you know she's doing her damn thing out there thank and you I, I co-sign whatever she's doing because i already
0: sure. is a master we gotta get up again <laughs> absolutely we don't, we don't hit each other a few times in the circle yeah we're gonna sure. leave the hood this time but for, for <laughs> right sure. yeah i'm with
1: it um uh, but you know if you're listening, uh, I go by Camille Marine. You can Google Camille Marine, and you, you'll see some interesting things come up. Far as my platform, JK Fashion Closet is my fashion platform. Um, that consists of designs that I create myself. So that's at JK Fashion Closet on Instagram and Facebook. The magazine, uh, we're on IG as Full Bloom Mag, so you don't have to spell out the magazine. Just M A G. Um, and you can also just put that in Google for blue magazine and you'll see the different things come up. Um, yeah, send us an email. Um, and if, if you can't get in touch with me and you want to, then I'm sure Tima will, you know, definitely forward the contact. (laughs)
0: hell yes i definitely will well thank y'all both for chopping it up with me tonight i had so much time. thank Let you for set. having us we wasn't doing no typical show tonight it wasn't gonna be all professional and you know pouring in the people i never had time i love queens and i love y'all so i'm gonna see y'all back close and say good night and then i'll be calling a sec all right all right all right. all right that was so dope i had such a damn good time i'm sorry y'all like I know y'all used to me pouring and giving tips and you know motivation and education and articles that I read. I ain't feel like doing all that tonight. I really just wanted to connect with two people I grew up with in Queens to share what that was like. Um, I had a lot of things that I probably shouldn't have picked up. There are things that you you know what I'm saying that either taught or caught when you're growing up. I caught a lot of things from the streets and a lot of things from the hood that I had to unlearn but it was so worth all the things i did get all the gems and the jewels that i did get whether it was from other entrepreneurs or street pharmacists or whomever was in my you know in my hood and so real quick love and shout out to queens you are forever my hometown thank you for making me the woman i am and for those of you who have gone on to be great continue to show your city some love get back to the get back to the youth get back to the people who made you who you are who contributed to your success and until next time Y'all remember to hustle and shine. I'll see y'all later.